What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I want to talk about something that was announced at the end of last week, but I didn't really give it the attention it deserved, I believe. I don't think I mentioned it to you guys, but it's actually pretty important. It's the fact that Major League Baseball has announced that they've changed the structure of the minor leagues, and it's it's a pretty big change. I mean, there are multiple changes across the board. They got rid of a bunch of teams, and they've kind of consolidated into... 120 teams and I mean the idea at least they're saying is to modernize the minor league system and you know just make it more efficient than it was before because prior to this I think there were north of 160 minor league teams they, they cut like 40 some odd teams I have 120 and what they've done is they have made it so that there is going to be Two triple A divisions and three divisions for double A, three divisions for high A, three divisions for low A. So, okay, yeah, so looking at the old numbers, there were previously 160 teams, so they cut 40 affiliates. And basically, what they've done is that they've made it so that there will be a triple A East and a triple A West, and then a double A Central, double A Northeast, double A South. High A Central, East and West, Low A East, Southeast and West. Those are those are uh, the divisions or the groupings you'll have, and then there are geographic subdivisions within each league. But for now, it's going to be that Triple A teams are going to have a 144 game schedule at the start of April, and for 2021, that's likely to be pushed back until the start of May due to coronavirus. Double A teams are going to have a 138 game schedule high a and low a are going to have 132 game schedule and you know those are all slated to open in early may the top minor leaguers are probably going to spend april at alternate training camp and mlb teams will still use those like alternate sites as you know um they're going to use them as resources for potential call-ups um similar to what we saw last year when the entire minor league schedule was canceled due to coronavirus. So it'll just be an alternate training site for a month. And regular season schedules are going to be announced this week. And that's going to show how they're going to regionalize a lot of the schedule and make it so that there's less travel. You're going to see six-game series and things like that. A lot of new and uh, more progressive ideas to... Help us get through this pandemic and play minor league baseball in a way that it's feasible without as much travel. Because we've all heard the crazy stories of minor leaguers having 10, 12, 14-hour bus rides. Those are going to be reduced significantly. And expenses are going to be cut as well because you're not going to be traveling as much. But uh, the postseason formats for the minor leagues have not been determined yet because of the pandemic. I guess they want to at least get the season started before they could see what's possible with that. And one, one of the main things I've noticed or was also described was that the idea is that you want to have your triple A teams close to their major league teams now. So, for example, you have a really good example, the Houston Astros. So they just made their triple A team out of Sugarland, Texas, which is just 30 minutes outside of Houston. And the Sugarland Skeeters were previously an independent ball team. Same thing with 
the Twins up in Minnesota. They have the AAA team now, the St. Paul Saints. So both the Sugarland Skeeters and the St. Paul Saints were not part of minor league baseball before. They're actually independent teams. But now, you know, the Astros and Twins, respectively, have acquired those teams and made them minor league baseball teams. And that's just, you know, a short drive away from the major league club. Same thing with the Atlanta Braves and, you know, Gwinnett. Their AAA team is in Gwinnett, Georgia, which is just outside. So that's the idea. So that fans in the area can get to see their top prospects come up through the minor leagues before they become major leaguers. So if you're a Braves fan, you get to see Christian Pache, you get to see Drew Waters, you get to see, you know, all those top prospects they have there in Atlanta play in the minor leagues before they make it up to the big leagues. And obviously minor league games are more accessible for most people than major league games, obviously, because it's way cheaper, which is pretty cool for fans that are local there. So I like that. I like that idea a lot. So we're also going to see a salary increase for minor league contracts. I mean, anywhere from as low as, well, as low, well, it's from 38% to 72%. That's that's the range we're looking at of salary increases. The weekly minimum rises at the rookie level. It used to be $290 a week. Now it's going to be $400 a week. For A-ball, it went from $290 a week to $500 a week. At AA, it went from $350 a week to $600 a week. At AAA, it went from $502 a week to $700 a week. And that's that's a step in the right direction. I mean, everyone knows that these guys in minor leagues don't make much at all, at all. And uh, it's it's uh, good to see that they're getting an increase in their pay to make it more feasible for them to play and they're not having to you know, endure such harsh conditions. And, I mean, if you want to see some weird stuff, you can go on Instagram, look up minor league grinders, and there's some some interesting videos on there of what they have to do, um, you know, heating up food with hair dryers and, you know, sleeping at the top of, you know, in, in like the luggage compartment of a bus, uh, you know, sharing a room with several other guys, sleeping on mattresses, air mattresses, and things like that. It's 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 weird. So yeah, looking at it statistically, AAA teams are going to be an average of 200 miles closer to the MLB teams, and as I said, it's going to be within driving distance for you know for for most for most clubs, you know, most MLB clubs to get to the AAA affiliate. So yeah, I mean that is. That is one thing to note. We also have the Appalachian League. So we used to have the Appalachian League. That's been eliminated now. And now that is going to be a collegiate league, actually. It's going to be a summer circuit for rising college freshmen and sophomores. And it's going to be, I think the details are not fully hammered out, but it's going to be like an MLB draft league where players can play. They're going to push the MLB draft back further later into the summer so that players can play in that league and use it for like a tune-up for the MLB draft and get looks before the draft. So someone who just graduated from high school could play in that league and get some more exposure before the draft. So it's still something that's in the works, but that's what they've done with the Appalachian League. It's, it's like a showcase. It's like a showcase league, kind of. So that's that's something to keep an eye on. We'll also have more details with that as as it's released. So what about the what about the Dominican the Dominican leagues cuz we know that every major league team has an equivalent academy 
like has a like you know minor league ish academy in the Dominican. And it's usually like rookie ball level, but a lot of the international free agent signings begin there. At least if they're from the Dominican Republic, they begin in the Dominican academy before going over to the United States and playing affiliated ball. So we're still gonna have those. I'm sure Major League Baseball recognizes the importance and the value of those sites, and they're not gonna do away with those. Uh, we've had a lot of the top players come from that pipeline. It's a really good way to ingratiate them into professional baseball because they can still play in their home country. Like if they're Dominican, play in their home country, uh, speak their native tongue while still trying to learn and pick up English before. And they're usually at a really young age, 16, 17 years old, before heading over to affiliated ball when they're more confident and more developed. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.